where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. Cease. This is not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The believers walking in the way of righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. Bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. I'm thanking God for how that he allowed us to be here. Amen. Live and as they say, and in living color. I don't know about all that, but we are here. Amen. In spite of the rain, in spite of what we uh, had to endure in coming, it was a blessing. Amen. I was uh, able to come down and, and the Lord bless that didn't have no hurt, harm, and danger. It was really raining and going on, but uh, I thought about my days in trucking and I said, hey, we can roll. As long as other people keep rolling out of my way, we can roll. But we thank God for you, you, and especially you. We thank God for what the Lord is doing, what he's going to do, and how he's doing it. Amen. We truly do. Amen. We thank God for the way, amen, that he has been blessing. I, when we spend more time, when we spend time in praying and going without eating, amen, God will bless and i tell you how the Lord told, uh, began to tell me, put it in my spirit, that a lot of times, see, we don't sacrifice. I'm not, I know uh, some of you saying, well, I can't do this, I can't fast. Uh, brother, well, I, I take medicine and this and that. You know, we use those things for an excuse, but we can do whatever we want to do when we put our mind to do something. Uh, start... Uh, in the position that maybe you might not can't do 24 hours without eating or drinking or something, but do 12 hours. Amen. And then next week, uh, next couple of days or so, do 14 hours and, and keep on and pretty soon you'll be able to knock it out. Amen. And God, you say, well, what's the, what's the purpose of fasting and praying? 
Well, you do it because of the fact that you want to be able to hear God. Amen. A lot of people say that they're hearing God and the stuff that they are doing, it don't line up with the scriptures. And God will not tell you to do anything. Uh, it, might, it might be an exception of one thing or so that you can always go to the scriptures and find out your direction. But anyway, let me pray and we'll get into the word. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you for all that you are doing, all that you're going to do. I ask you to move upon me, God, that I might decrease and you increase in my life, that you might cause conviction to those that are not saved and those that are, that they'll be having a mindset to want to obey your word. Father, we just thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're going to do. Now, that one, that one that feel they tune in by accident, let them know it wasn't an accident. It was your will for them to hear what thus says the Lord. We thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, I tell you what, like I was saying, uh, I'm seeing I was talking to a pastor just before I got to the station, a couple of uh, hours before I got here. And I'm going to be honest with you. I see what the enemy is doing and look like we've putting our head in the sand. And it's so sad. We was talking and I was saying, you know, what the enemy did with Adam and Eve. Amen. He's doing it to this day. You know what I'm saying? You say, no, I don't know what you're saying, Brother Well, How many times you don't, some of you done lost loved ones and you went to church and you heard them say this in church, uh, he ain't in pain, he's uh, in heaven doing this, in heaven doing that. Folks, don't be deceived. The devil telling people you will not die. That's what he's saying. God doesn't lie. The scripture said, Hebrews 9, 27, said, it is appointed unto man to die. And after this is judgment, meaning when that person step out of time, and I think I touched on that last week. I'm not getting back into that, but I, I don't understand. These same preachers that will stand in the pulpit and tell you that your loved one is in, in the present and doing this in the Lord and, and singing in the heavenly choir and preaching and uh, doing this and all this. And uh-uh, no, don't fall for that. The Bible say you're going to die. And after this is judgment. Why? After death, meaning there is no time frame. We step out of time into eternity. So when God calls us from the earth, amen, and the great sound will sound, amen, the voice of an archangel and the dead in Christ will rise and we which remain. If, if I happen to be here or if you happen to be here, you will be caught up to meet him in the air. And so shall you be with the Lord. I mean, we can't take away from the script. These same ministers now will go to the grave site and say, now we commit the body unto the, uh, the ground. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We commit this body waiting for the great day of uh, resurrection. They're selling two messages, believers. We can't go on two messages. 
either they're going to be at rest or they're going to be in the heaven. And I never found no scripture. I know people take, well, very well, you must be ain't read uh, in the Bible where it says, absent from the body is present with the Lord. Now, your spirit goes back. Yeah, that spirit, that breath that you breathe goes back to God. Because guess what? When he created Adam, what did he do? He breathed the breath of life into him, and Adam became a living soul. Well, I ain't on that, but I just wanted, I was just talking to this minister, pastor, friend of mine, and I was telling him, and he said, well, he got to do a little bit more studying on it, but it makes sense. Well, quite naturally, dude, the enemy telling this lie from the foundation when he uh, was talking to Eve, you will not surely die. That's what he says to Eve. Remember, go back and read it in Genesis, the third chapter. But God knows that you're going to be wise and you're going to do as, oh, come on. But anyway, today we thank God. I, I, I do. I thank God for what God is doing. Amen. Amen. I was rejoicing. They talking about, well, Mr. Ware, I had to do uh, uh echo uh, in 19, uh, I'm sorry, in 2003, I had an open heart surgery. And uh, they diagnosed, the second one, they diagnosed me was 2000, uh, they diagnosed me to have 13%. Okay, my heart was only functioning 13%. Uh, I almost fell into that groove to say I'm giving up. You know, maybe it's time for me to come home. Maybe, but I knew I hadn't did what God put in my heart to do. But, uh, you know, people's cry the blues long enough, you'll begin to believe it. But I I met this lady, uh, Dr. Reinhardt, and she just refused. And I mean, I felt bad about the way I talked and the way I did and the way I talked to her. I, I don't need all this medicine. I don't need that. I don't, you know, I'm getting ready to be with Jesus anyway. I'm getting ready to go to rest, okay? And uh, in the process, she said, but would you please just try this? And anyway, make a long story short, I got a good testimony. Amen. They say your heart don't supposed to grow, get back when it's been damaged. Guess what? Mine have. Amen. And it's the mercy and the goodness of God that I don't, it, it, it's getting better, it's getting stronger, amen, and I'm older, but I'm thanking God for what God is doing, amen, and how he's doing it, and I, I'm just, I'm just, I just appreciate, now I might check out of here tomorrow, it don't matter, God done already gave a testimony, I have a testimony, amen, that I can say that God did it, all right, I want to talk to you briefly today about your action always will follow your belief. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Your action will always follow your belief. You can say whatever you want to say. I'm telling you, you can do whatever you want, but if you check it out, your action will always follow your belief. Now, I want to give you, start off giving you a couple of scriptures. I got a whole lot of scripture that I checked out today while I was waiting on the doctor. Anyway, in Matthew 12, 
34, okay? It says, O ye generation of vipers, can ye be, being evil, speak good things? For out of your, out of the abundantly of the heart, the mouth speak it. So whatever in your heart, that's what your mouth going to speak. And it's going to come out. Then next it said, in uh, Matthew 15, it says, uh, and 8. It said, the people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain do they worship me, teaching of doctrines and the commandments of men. Guess what, believers? We are following, say we love God. We say we are obeying God. Our, with our mouth, we are. We really are with our mouth. But guess what? You are not doing it with uh, your ways in action. The ways in action is so far. Now, when we look at a football player, uh, let's don't use football because football season over with. Now that uh, that have uh, they have took place uh, the uh, Super Bowl, but let's just take any athlete, any athlete, professional athlete. Okay, uh, he or she, uh, as an adult, if they're playing professional, as an adult. They would talk, if you would talk to them, they will tell you that when they was young, it became uh, a desire in their heart. So they began to move towards that. Why? Because it was put in their heart that I want to be a tennis player, a baseball, whatever, football, whatever. I'm saying a professional athlete. They just didn't pick up as an adult and say, well, you know, yeah, I'm James Ware. I think, you know, I've been watching them baseball players. I think I'm going to go out for the baseball team, and I think I'm going to become a professional baseball player. Well, guess what? It would be a joke. And you know why it would be a joke? Because, number one, it wasn't in my heart in the beginning, and I didn't move towards doing the things to get uh, myself in the position. You see, a person, when they getting themselves in the position to do that, they carry, they get a certain diet, they get a certain uh, dress code when they are doing that, they they change all the way around. Now, we says that I'm a believer, like Brother Ware, Believer walking in the way of righteousness. Some of you say, well, I'm a saint. And some of you say, I am a so-called Christian. Now, with all the different between, what's different between them is really not too much of nothing. It's the same thing. You're saying that you believe in the Jesus, the Christ, uh, Yahshua, uh Yach, uh, whatever, you believe in the word of God manifested in the flesh. Now we get deeper in that, and we journey up with a group. And the group, some of us want to say, well, we cogent. Oh, uh, we cogent. Back when I was coming along, it wasn't no holler, no cogent. They say we trust God in Christ. 
That's what we said. That's what we believed. And then I was affiliated with that. I was affiliated with the Baptist. Somebody else said, well, I'm a Baptist. That I, I was Baptist born, Baptist raised. And then somebody else say, I'm a Methodist. I'm a Pentecostal. And then when we get really deep, we'll say, I'm a non-denominational. And the reason I'm a non-denominational, I don't want to be classified with a denomination. But and so on and so on. They kept, they they grab hold to these names. And what these names does is they keep you in bondage to serving to them, not serving Christ that you say you believe in. You say, well, that's your opinion, brother. Well, I say Christ. Huh? And, and see, everybody, every one of them that I just named, you know what happened? They get a leader. The same way we have leaders, and I know I don't say it this before, on the cheerleading when I told you about our pep rally. And they get this person to rouse them up and get them excited. Now, let's be real. So many of you done got so excited, done got so uh, mesmerized that you are going to be different from anybody else. Some of you say, I'm going to be one to serve God, uh, especially when you first got converted. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing that. And it sounds good. You have it in your mind, but then you got these uh, folks sitting around and then they'll say, wait a minute, wait a minute, young blood, uh, young uh, believer, I've been out here a long time and you can't run in this thing. This is a pace thing. You got to take your time. You got to do this. You got to do that. So in essence, they want to shut you down in your denomination. Now, what did I say from the beginning? I say your, your action will always follow your belief. When you look at your action, your action is to the Church of God in Christ, uh, Kojic, to the Baptist, to Methodist, to on and on. They begin to look at these things and not look at that we should have put on Christ. We don't look at in 2 Corinthians, uh, uh, we don't look at that. We don't, uh, we hear it, we hear what people say, we quote it, but 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, uh, in the 17th verse, that's where we lose them at, see. We'll say, yeah, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, therefore, if any man, be in Christ, talking about mankind at this particular time. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Yes, we quote that. Yes, we say I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Most of the time, it's just because you stop drinking, you stop smoking, some of you. You stop uh, running around uh, doing this, but you stop doing outward sin, okay? And while you stop doing outward sin, you really never put on Christ. And see, when you don't put on Christ, 
you don't have a mindset. You don't have a mindset to go forth and to be the vessel that God have called you to be. You are more concerned about what that particular congregation, whichever one you're affiliated with, and then this, uh, this one person motivates you. He's motivating you to do what? To come in and pay your tithes and come to church. That's it. So we, we had narrowed God down. So our ways and action change, it do, does not change no more than what that particular church requires. Certain churches require for you not to wear certain garments or not to go certain places. And that's what we do. We don't have the, the conviction of saying, I am a new creation of Christ. When you have the conviction of being a new creation of Christ, then here's what you will do. The Bible will tell us in the 13th chapter of Romans and around uh, 13 and 14 said, And putting on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh, to fulfill the lust thereof. Oh, so wait a minute. When I come to Christ, I will put away provision for the flesh. I'm not dealing with the things of the flesh. And because I'm not dealing with the things of the flesh, then I find myself uh, doing vice versa. See, when we uh, gratify, when we go to the particular church, whatever, when you go to the Baptist, okay, you're doing what the Baptist, whatever gratifies you uh, for the Baptist, that's what you're doing. When you're in the Kojic, when you're in the uh, Pentecostal, when you're in the non-denomination, whatever they say, and they hark on a couple of scriptures, and, and uh, when they hark on a couple of scriptures, we in turn catch hope. And that's what we believe serving God is. So therefore, your ways and action is not to put on Christ. It is not to put on uh, the direction and being a new creation in him because if it was uh, required for you to be that new creation, you would have a different concept. But you don't have a different concept because it's good to keep doing what you're doing and to say, that you are this and you are that, and you know in your heart that you're not. You know that. You know that you're not this. And that's for when you get along, the Spirit of God begin to deal with you. The Spirit of God begin to prick your heart, begin to tell you what you need to do is have a transformation. Listen to me now. In the, and, and I'm going to read this one, and after which I'm, we're going to go on break short. But in the third chapter of the book of Galatians, around the 26th verse, it says, For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ. Now, what makes you a child of God is the, is the thing that, that you accept that Christ is being Lord of your life. If you accepted him for being Lord of your life, there is no way that you can continue doing the same thing because he said that don't think that I come to do my will. I come to do the will of the Father. I do that which 
was sent for me to do. So in the process, this is what happened. You, he, uh, we doing the will of Christ. So guess what? We got to be the children. What made us the children? Because we say that we believe in Christ. Now, if your action, if your belief in Christ should be following your action, then you wouldn't have to, nobody would have to tell you how to dress. Nobody would have to tell you what to, what to do. You will become a witness. You will become one that is following Christ and not following uh, man concept and what man have put together for you to follow. And because they have put certain things, now we don't got good. We, we get in a newcomer's class. You don't need no newcomer's class when you says that this person come into Christ. They became a newcomer when they became in Christ. They was born in the faith. So therefore, the following, listen, they should be following, their belief should be obeying the word of God. This is why we have such a problem with obeying the word of God because of the fact that they done told you that you got to follow this particular non-denomination of this particular religion and it have led you contrary to the very thing that God have ordained for you to do. This is why we don't read our Bible. This is why you don't even know the books of the Bible. Yet you don't had the Bible in your possession for 20 years and somebody tell you to give you a book, Obadiah, uh, 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 in the Old Testament, uh, uh, a book that is not familiar, then you got to figure out, well, wait a minute, if I'm going the right way, if I'm going the wrong way. You said, but brother, where? I can't remember like that. Well, I tell you what, let me go on break, and I'll be right back, and I'm coming up with this. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware.
Amen. Amen. We are back. We are back. Amen. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. Amen. Uh, the journey us. I want to say, I meant to say in the beginning, I'll say it at the end. Please have pencil and paper together. So I'm getting ready, believing God that some of you, someone, and the sound of my voice will uh, want to be received the rolling sanctuary. I'm getting ready to get rid of it. And if you would, uh, you give me a call. Uh, visit it online. Look at it online. You visit Brother Ware. I'm sorry, Brother James Ware.org. Okay, that's Brother James Ware.org. And we would love for you to. Uh, uh, talk to you about it. Amen. We are believing God, amen, that the right person will do the right thing with it. If it's nothing but sitting it on a piece of property and begin, you got your whole setup for the church. You got air conditioning, you got heat. The only thing you don't have is the bathroom. Amen. You have to get outside. All right. But you go online, visit my website, Brother James Ware. Dot org. Amen. All right. Let's get back into the word. And here's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not condemning. I'm trying to get you to understand. Here's where we're going wrong at believers. We are trying to get peoples to be these particular denomination, these particular uh, uh, belief. And these particular belief and these particular denomination is not doing it. Because they are not, my, my action will uh, always show what I believe. So if I'm a Baptist, then I'm going to act like a Baptist. If I'm a Pentecostal, I'm going to act like that group of Pentecostal. If I'm a, a Kojic, I'm going to act like Kojic and, and dealing with trying to get money, 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 whatever, whatever. I'm not condemning neither one of them. I'm not upholding neither one of them. I'm saying God never told us to do that. And when we, uh, our ways and action is showing, this is why we are not able to witness to people. We are not able, we run, we won't even open the door if somebody say those are Jehovah Witness knocking on the door. Well, I'm not opening up the door because I don't want to be bothered with it. No, you should be wanting to be bothered with it. You should say the Lord done sent you to here to me so that I can be a blessing to you to open up your eyes to let you see that we should be a witness for Christ's sake. Amen. And not to uh, disannoy him, not to call him an angel. He's not an angel. He's the word of God manifested in flesh. I don't take down off of that. I don't care who you is and where you come from. He's the son of God, what we call, he came as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. I believe that from the sincereness of my heart, I try to prove that from the scriptures. Not only that, I believe that the commandments was given, that God himself wrote them with his finger, and ain't nowhere in the scripture that God ever wrote anything and he changed his mind. Nowhere. You show it to me and I'll repent. You say, but brother, where you never read in Genesis when God said, repented me? No, wait a minute. God didn't make the heaven and earth. The Bible said 
Read first uh, St. John, the first chapter. All things was made by him, and without him not anything was made. How was it made, brother? Well, he spoke it into existence. So when you hear him say, it repented me that I made it, uh, and I will destroy everything that I made, he, that was Jesus. Amen. And listen to me. Now listen to me. When they went in the Garden of Eden, that, that was still Jesus. Because he was the word of God. The Bible declared that the voice of God was walking in the coolness of the day. Oh, come on, people. Come on now. If it's the voice of God in the Bible declared that the word of God was manifesting in flesh, that was Jesus. That's why Adam can look at him and live. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Jesus told, uh, the Lord told Moses when Moses desired to see him, he said, Moses, no man can look at me and live. You can't look at him, said, but I'll give you the privilege of looking at the backside. Amen. But when you're dealing with Jesus, I can show you scripturally that Abraham saw him. I can show you scripture that Isaac and Jacob as well saw him. Oh, yes, yes, saw Jesus. I can, I can bear witness that the Hebrew boys in the fire furnace saw Jesus. Oh, oh, this is how they knew how he looked all the way because he appeared to them. And what did they say? Even the king, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, said, wait a minute, did not we throw three in and the fourth one looked like the son of God? Folks, it's not a difficult thing. But see, when we are following denominationism, when we are following this group and that group, then we are going to act like this group and that group. We are going to carry ourselves like this group and that group. And then we'll have the preacher to come up and give us a, a la-di-da, uh, happy-go-lucky message that will motivate us to come for, stay for a little while and come back next week and we got to be fed again. We got to have another little message. We don't know about what we're saying, putting on Christ. When I put on Christ, I become like him. I become a part of him. He become a part of me. We already said, in the, uh, listen to me now, listen to me. We said in Corinthians, it says this, that I am a new creation. If I done been made new believers, there is no way that I should be dwelling on that old man. I put on the subjection, least I preach to you. I myself become a castaway. Guess what? I have to learn I'm no more that old man. I'm the new man. I am the man that God created from the foundation of the earth to come forth, to be birthed at the time, to do the work, not to tell nobody, well, you need to come on and be a part of this and be... Listen to me, believers, when you, if you did, uh, you kept the commandments of God. Say, I'm a, well, Brother Well said we need to observe the Ten Commandments, so I'm going to do that. But if you ain't repented of your sin, if you have not made Jesus Lord of your life, and, and like I say, I don't want you to get caught up on a name. See, too many people get caught up on name, and that's a trick of the enemy. Listen to me now. If you know that the word of God manifested in flesh came forth to change your life, now your ways and action, 
Your, your belief should follow your ways and actions. What you say you believe, that should be followed. Let's get back to the scripture where I was in uh, Galatians. I had got in Galatians, the 26th, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, the third chapter and the 26th verse. It said, for ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. What make you a, a child of God? Because you are by faith believing in him coming and transforming your life and you accepting him and making him Lord of your life. If you're not making him Lord of your life, then you're only going through a format and you're waiting to die and will lift your eyes up and be judged and will lose out simply because you was following the denomination. You was doing what they said you should do, not with the word of God. As I was going on uh, before the break, I think it's sad that some of you been in the faith, so to speak, because you've been a part of that denomination you gave as the preacher told me way back in 76, if you give God your heart and give man your hand, then you accept it and come and journey and, uh, to be a part of this. And that's what people are doing. They are not journeying Christ. Their belief is proving that they are not journeying Christ, that they are doing what? They are following a format that have been laid before them. All right, let's go on and say for for many of you have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. Oh, if you was baptized in Christ, you put him on. If you accepting him, folks. Now, let's get a little deep because and I wasn't going to even go there, but I, since I'm so close, I want to deal with this as well. And there, there neither Jew nor Greek, neither uh, born nor free, and that's what they love to use. These sisters, uh, that's out of order, they love to use this. There ain't no male and female in Christ Jesus. Well, there ain't no free and bound. Are you telling me there ain't folks that locked up in prison? Come on now. Listen, there are free and bound on this side. But when you go in the spiritual realm, folk, it's a different story. They can be locked up and be set free. They can be set free from their sin. But it still doesn't accept the fact that they locked up, that they free the body. It don't accept. It still don't change the fact that somebody was born a Jew and somebody was born a Greek. We try to twist things up to make it because our denomination, because we say that we believe in the Lord Jesus. And since we believe in the Lord Jesus, then we want to take things like we want. But I'm telling you, you the, your action, your action, you following the denomination, you're following what people say is right, will always, your beliefs will always follow it. You, you, you're not getting victory. You don't have victory over your own self. You're so confused. You're so doing this and doing that because of the fact that you haven't said, God, why did you put me here? You know, why, what was the purpose of you making me, providing, and didn't allow me to die? that you brought me thus far, man, some of you should be a whole lot further than what you are. 
But because you're dealing with denomination, and I want you to understand, I understand that everybody is different. So everybody is not going to be a part of this denomination or that denomination. Everybody going to listen. Just like some folk uh, like uh, butterbees, the unlike collard greens, the unlike whatever. It doesn't matter. That's not the issue, folks. The issue is we, we got different taste buds, okay? So guess what? God will use you if you put on Christ. If you put on Christ, he will use you right there in whatever denomination you chose to fellowship in. I don't have no problem with where you chose to fellowship. I have a problem when you uplift that more than you do following Christ. When you uplift that follow, uh, not following what the scripture have told you. Back to what I was saying. If I uh, came to you today and tell me, give me a, a scripture from uh, a not familiar scripture from the book of Daniel. Give me a scripture from the book of uh, 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 Jeremiah, or where you know you'll call the, the, the what's the name, uh, just like Second Chronicle. Every time you tell somebody to go in Second Chronicle, give you a script, uh, they're going to say, uh, uh, if my people were called by my name, how many of them said, and, uh, wait a minute, not that, but give me another script. See, I think you should know a scripture from every book in the Bible, folks, not because of the fact that that making you righteous. No, ma'am. No, sir. But what it is doing is making you study and making you, because there's going to be a time that the enemy going to snatch the word. He already doing that. He doing that because of the fact that you see with your own selves how that this group is exalting. Now we telling people that this person is born that way, this person is doing that, that person is doing this, and the pedophile, we will pray for him if he's not a part, uh, hadn't hurt nobody that we know. Or whatever. Come on, folks, this thing is real. I'm serious. We done got so smart to we done smart ourselves away from the scripture. And that's why you're saying that you're following your belief. You're following, no, you follow churchism. See, I know what it is to get in the church and, 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 and say the right thing, do the right thing, and the pastor that's over you going to like you, and he moved you up, and after he moved you up, then uh, you get up and you do this and you do that. All that stuff, folks. That stuff, just like the preacher, that's why I admired the pastor. He said, Brother Ware, uh, uh, you're right. I got to study more on that. You're right to tell me that you will die. You will die, even though the enemy telling people, you ain't going to die. Well, Jesus made it plain. Jesus said, uh, uh, sleep. And, and somebody, if you listening to me and you blanked off, that's because somebody called me. Please, whatever you do, just re come back on. Because somebody told me last week they they did it, and I don't know how to block the calls from coming. So anyway, nevertheless, if you just come back on, uh, come back, you'll be able. We got a few minutes left. Now, I had to say that because somebody said, well, I was listening to you. I was looking at you, and then all of a sudden you blanked out. You went off. That was because it got a call in. 
Okay, I'm not smart enough with some of you all that love me enough. Send me a text and show me how I need to do it, and I'll block the calls from coming in, but I don't know how to block the call from coming in if I'm on Facebook. Anyway, let's get back to the word. Here's the problem, believers. We are not. We playing games. We're playing games, and our belief is showing us that that's what we're doing. That's what our belief is, our action. I'm sorry, our action is showing us that we are playing games. Your action will always follow your belief. That's why we got so 82% divorce uh, in the church. That's sad. That's why we got not only divorce, that's why we got people that's on medication more so than the world. That's why we got people doing the same thing that they did when they was in the world, and they saying they want to be delivered, but they're not being delivered. Come on now, some of you old saints. I know we got a new, new, new ground now, but I want to deal with some of you old saints that when you was doing wrong, what did they do? They put you on the altar and told you to call on the name of Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm there. I'm there. That's, I'm, I'm sorry. I believe it, it was good enough then and it's good enough now. We let folk come to the church any kind of way and don't want to say nothing about that. But if they was going to see the president, they was going to say, I don't care how much they say they don't like the president or whoever, they are not going to go there any, any kind of way. The governor, whatever. Why can't you begin to tell people, when I, listen to me, when I got converted, the first thing they said, well, Brother Ware, you are a new creature now. You need to dress as a new creature. You need to carry yourself as a new creature. You need to come away from the world. And it was in me already to understand that I shouldn't be doing what I was doing. If I'm that new creature in Christ Jesus, why is it? But because you're in these denominations, your action is to the denomination. Your action is to follow up the denomination. And since you are following up the denomination, there is no transform. The church is doing nothing but the pep rally service. Every week, let's have a pep rally. Come on back next week because you had it so hard all during the week. Oh, you barely made it. But on your way back, make sure you bring some money now. We don't want you to come and don't pay your tithe. So, therefore, we put the people, the only thing we are content with, they paying the tithes and showing up in the building. You don't tell them that you're supposed to be a witness. You don't tell them that they're supposed to be righteous. You don't tell them that they're supposed to do the right thing according to the word of God. You don't tell them that they need to learn the word of God. They need to study the scripture to show themselves approval that a workman need not be ashamed. Be able to rightly divide the word of God. We don't want to do that anymore. You just want membership. We just want the people to come and say, oh, we love the Lord. And Doc, how many you got? Oh, Doc, I got 50. Oh, I got 75. Oh, uh, Doc, I got 100. I got 200. Oh, that's garbage, folks. That's garbage. And, and therefore, they just being pep rally leaders. That's why the message, oh, did Brother 
Ware preached today. Oh, Brother Ware preached. What did Brother Ware preach about? I don't know, but he preached. Oh, come on, folks. Let's get real with this thing. If you're going to be a follower of Christ, how is it that when you get into the very religion that you condemn, let's just say Islam, because I done heard a lot of so-called Christians condemn Islam. But guess what? You look at their sisters, they got a dress code. You say, well, it ain't about that dress code. Oh, really? It's not? Well, how come they realize I'm no longer uh, 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 giving myself to people's that I don't know just for money or for time and going from man to man or the brothers realize that it's not for me to use the woman. Why? Because they was taught what the scripture, what the Quran said. Then they was taught some of the things in the scripture. And then here we are, got the truth. We got, we are solid sitting on the word of God that's supposed to transform the people's life. And we look at how our peoples are living, how we're living beneath our privilege. As long as we got a car, place to stay, got a little job, then we are content. And that's so far from the truth to listen to me. It makes me furious to see how the preachers are manipulating the people and they scared to tell the people, listen, you all, you can't just be any and everything. You can't just do any and everything. You got to have a you got to have a standard. If it was a standard in 76, 70, uh, 70s and the 80s, it should be a standard in the 90s, 2020. Yes, it should be. But I know that we know we're trying to do this. You ain't trying to do nothing. You're just trying to be somebody that's recognized that want to say Look what I did. Oh, you're talking about uh, doing this and doing that. I done did these things, and it's not in glorifying God. I done wrote six books. Uh, I'm sorry, I wrote two books, but six booklets, okay? I done made tracks. I done did that. That's nothing. Anybody can do that. When you put your mind and, and focus on, on doing this and doing that, then you can do those things. But doing that, if nobody's being transformed, folk, if you're allowing people to go continually and, and you being the uh, cheerleader, head cheerleader, at your pep rally, and they come back every week and every week in the same thing, some of you know these people are shacking. You know these people are committing uh, fornication. And, and you know these things, but you're going to shut up and you're just going to say, I. Right. It ain't my job to scold him. It's my job to teach the word. You ain't teaching the word when you know these people. They're, I mean, listen, my action will always follow my belief. Yes, what they believe. They believe in that church. That's why they can do what they're doing because they believe in the church. They don't believe in Christ because when Christ comes in your life, he makes you a new creature in Christ Jesus. Yes, he do. He really makes you a new creature. But I know that we don't want that. We're living in a, a, a lolly guy, a lolly go lucky time. We want to do what seems to be the normal. Uh, Jake's and, and uh, whatever the other guy, uh, I can't even think of that name. If they, they, they having flag 
day we do the same thing because he got a big congregation. So if it's all right for him to do that. It's all right. It is not all right. The church is not an entertaining place. The church should be a deliverance. You should bring people to the altar and allow God to transform their life. Father, I thank you. Father, I praise you. Father, I honor you. I ask you to deal with the words that I spoke, God, that it might bring conviction to their heart. It may cause them to seek out your will, your way in their life. And, Father, we just thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you for what you're doing already. I thank you for just opening up my eyes, and I pray God, that I moved out of the way and allowed you to deal with others and open up their eyes, that they walk in the beauty of holiness, and that their action will follow their belief because they now believe in you as Lord of their life. God, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Uh, we thank God. We thank God that the Lord blessed us to get here today. We thank God that he'll bless us to get back home. Ask you to continue to pray for Brother Ware. I don't, I'm doing what I believe God would have me to do. And I want to see manifestation of fruit. Okay? The manifestation. I don't want to see people just say, come and join up with Brother Ware Minister. No, no, no. That's why we don't, you don't hear me hollering there. I do say you ought to be, be, uh, be willing to give unto the ministry, but God have blessed me with the few. And I do say few that God, that love the Lord enough, that love the Lord to say, Brother Ware, I know you are by yourself and I want to support you. And we've got just a few. And God have blessed us to do so. So I'm saying to you, you need to really, Iron this thing out. But anyway, I'm getting ready to, because I'm not of uh, the health and the youth that I was, I'm getting ready to get rid of the rolling sanctuary. Uh, to those of you that desire to look at it, please go online or brotherjamesware.org. We would love for you to check it out. Give me a call at 404 293 7557. If you're interested in it, uh, like I said, everything you need except the bathroom. You can get outside bathroom and whatever. We are only doing it because God is carrying me in another direction, and I'm believing God that he's going to send the person that's going to be useful of it. And I promise you, God will begin to bless you as you go forth in the Lord. I'm telling you, I want to hear from some of you. Brother Ware is saying to you, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, 
please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this... You get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this... You get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair.